everybody, and welcome to The Tangled Angle. I'm Janice Christensen, and here we address the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. I am a news junkie with a passion and interest in government politics and American history, and I spent 16 years in the halls of the Washington State Legislature supporting my husband, Dan Christensen, who was elected to the House of Representatives from 2003 to 2018. Now with this podcast, I'm able to share and discuss what I've learned and experienced, along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. Boy, there's a lot going on out there, isn't there? COVID, vaccine passports, and Afghanistan, and the hurricane in Louisiana. Our world is in turmoil. And to address some of that from a 30,000-foot level, I want to talk about why study history, because it's your future. And if you're anything like me, history in high school was boring and it had no context. The teachers that taught it acted like they were not interested in history either. And I had a public school education here in Washington State and the teachers at my high school, except for French, English, and the band instructor, they were really absolute duds. They were clock punchers and had no interest in teaching and I really didn't learn what I needed to learn about history until I was well into adulthood. And I began to wake up and realize what is going on in our country and the world. And then when I took the required history in college at the University of Washington, those teachers were so far ahead of me in the knowledge of history that I didn't understand it. And I couldn't place it in context. And when I was in college, I was so distracted like most college kids, with just leaving home and figuring out how to be an adult, that I really didn't have time for history. Or to use the phrase my daughter often says, I just didn't have the brain space for it. Well, now I have a lot of time and what you would call brain space. My husband served for 16 years in the Washington State House, and anyone that serves in government or the military quickly realizes it's loaded with history. And many, many people have gone before you and made that history. And that's what I realized when my husband entered the house. It's like, wow, there's a whole lot of history that's going on, and I'm clueless. So what is history? All it is is what's happened before you, before you were born, or before you arrived on the scene. That's it. My husband and I are small business people, so when he was elected to office, we were about 40 years old at the time, and... We went to Olympia, we were all starry-eyed, and we were just actually really shocked that he made it there. And I quickly discovered how my lack of knowing history was really hurting us. Try to understand and figure things out, to put things in perspective, to understand where we were as a state and a nation, to understand where we were economically and nationally, socially, as a culture, educationally, where our education system was at the time, I really felt so far behind because I didn't know history. We were on the fast track to learn history, however, because now we were in the midst of the battle and needed to know history desperately. In the tagline of my podcast, I say, now I'm sharing and discussing what I've learned and experienced along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. And what that means is 
Knowing history is knowing where you are. History is the map. History is the navigation system. It's the basis from which all decisions are made. The nav on your phone is a map of where you'd like to go, and it's a history of all the roads that have been built before you needed to travel them. Someone else mapped it out, did the engineering, paved the way, built the road, both literally and figuratively, and knowing what happened and how it affects you is history. Edmund Burke, who lived from 1729 to 1797, says, those who don't know history are destined to repeat it. And others have said, those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it. This is because somebody else who went before you already made that mistake, already tried to make those plans, whether they succeeded or failed. Somebody who went before you already made that wrong turn. Somebody else who went before you already figured out what you need to know, how you need to fix a problem, and how you need to look at the world or how they looked at the world and what worked for them. And this is why we educate our kids. This is why many of us go to trade school or college. We want to learn what someone else already figured out. And the other thing I've learned about history since I've really been a student of it this last 20 years is that the further back in history that I've been aware of or that I know, the better off I am. The further back I know history, it puts me in the historical context of where we are here in America today. In an earlier podcast, number 11, the title is, Where Do You Get Your News and How Do You Know It's the Truth? I talk about how to decipher the news of today, and so many people in America only know the history, the very short history of their personal lives, maybe their families, but so many people are walking around today and they have a very short time span of historical knowledge. Some of them don't even know their grandparents or their great-grandparents, where we've come from as a state or a nation, they have no clue about how the United States of America was formed, who those people were, why the United States was formed, and who fought and died to give them their freedom. Who fought and died to give us America? The men and women who went before you and died to give us America did it by choice. They signed up or were drafted and knowingly and willingly served our country. These people died for the cause of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These are our heroes. Those who are dying in countries with tyrants for leaders like North Korea, China, South Sudan, Iraq, and Iran, they're dying because they're being killed by tyrants. And the people in these countries have no defenses, no weapons, and no way to protect themselves and to fight back. They are not dying by choice. They are not dying for the cause of freedom. They're dying because they're being killed by tyrants. So there's a big difference between the men and women who died fighting under the American flag and for the United States of America who did it by choice, not because of tyranny. They're fighting off tyranny. This is a big difference in why America is so unique, so special, and the best and most free nation on earth up until this point in history. You know, tyranny is the default. Tyranny is the natural state of most nations in the world today. Slavery, oppression, tyranny, and serving a dictatorial form of government is the norm in the world today. Most people in America don't know what's happened in our history and know that we're the most free, most prosperous, most liberating country in the history of the world. 
And we've had a few people call us in the last few weeks saying, you know, what's going on? Where do you think this is going to lead to? You know, what do you think about Afghanistan? You know, what about COVID? And the people are asking us, what do you think? And they also say, you know, we don't get it. What's happening? Why is our nation unraveling so fast? And for those of us who know history, this is no surprise. As I said in my earlier podcast, which was number two, was this your wake up year, that this stuff has been going on for hundreds of years, the rule by tyrants, and we as a nation started walking away from the Constitution probably in the early 1900s with Woodrow Wilson as president and the New Deal. And I think that what I've said to a lot of these people is, this has been going on for a really long time. It's just your turn to wake up and realize it. And people are asking us, where do you think this is going? And of course, nobody really knows exactly where it's going. But we have a few educated guesses as to where it's going. But a lot of what we've told them is we've just told them history. If you want to know where our nation is going, the best answer to that question we've been asked is to study history. Those people in charge who are running our state and currently running our nation know this. They know that the most people are ignorant and do not know history, and they are counting on this ignorance of the masses to carry out what they're doing. Vladimir Lenin was the ruler of Russia. He lived from 1870 to 1924, and he was a communist revolutionary and head of the Bolshevik Party, which rose to prominence during the Russian Revolution of 1917. And it was one of the most explosive political events of the 20th century. And after Lenin, he died in 1924, having killed an estimated probably 3 million of his own people in Russia, beyond those who died in the Civil War. And then after Lenin came a monster named Stalin. By the time the Soviet Union collapsed, it had killed tens of millions of their own people, estimating about 40 to 60 million people who died. Now, why am I telling you this? Why am I saying this? Because Vladimir Lenin called these uneducated masses useful idiots who would support his dictatorial rule, and he described these mindless people in the Western democracies, like America, who would find ways to excuse whatever the Soviet Union did as useful idiots. And these people, called useful idiots, could be easily misled as sheep to the slaughter toward communism and socialism because they didn't know their history. Karl Marx, who was one of Lenin's teachers, said, if you can cut the people off from their history, then they can be easily persuaded. Any country that is under socialism or, or communism typically has a history of disregard for human life. And the wicked leaders bring destruction, mayhem, and death to their own people. This is the result of socialism and communism. Now, why am I going into all this detail about Russia? Because since 1995, there is a giant bronze 16-foot statue of Lenin in Seattle. The communist revolutionary and innovator of mass starvation and firing squads. The statue came over here in 1993 and an organization called Fremont Fine Arts Foundry got it and they resisted offers to buy it because people wanted to melt it down for the bronze. Instead, they put it up in Fremont, which is a suburb of Seattle. And this is a, a travesty to anything that represents life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. He was responsible of slaughtering millions to people, and people that don't understand our Constitution and the Bill of Rights 
or anything else that made America great do not understand who this man was. So what, so what I'm trying to say so far in this podcast is we are a sum total of our history. We, have a, we as a nation have been separated from our history, and the public school system in America has worked very hard since about the 1960s and the sexual revolution to erase our history. And this is what Black Lives Matter is doing. Now, Black Lives Matter doesn't have much to do with black lives, but it's a movement to desecrate the traditional family of a father and a mother and to erase the USA's history, the accurate history, and to bring it toward the ideology we fought for 40 years in the Cold War, which is Russia and Marxism. This is another tactic of the left, critical race theory. Critical race theory is just neo-Marxism being taught in the public schools to vulnerable, innocent kids who don't know history. So this tactic to erase history or not just teach it to the next generation is a strategy used for centuries by despots and and tyrants. It's vital that a nation or a people group know their history because it is our future. It's what sustains us. And on the basis of our history, this is how we address problems currently and in the future, how we anticipate and see the future. So if we are on this fast track towards socialism, it will lead to inflation, shortages, lack, poverty, crime, and a host of other ills because it's godless, because any nation that does not honor God and protect human life or do good to its fellow citizens naturally slides towards tyranny. Knowing history and the historical perspective is looking at the long game, seeing how nations develop and fall, recognizing traits of a strong or a weak leader, strong or weak nations, and seeing someone's own life on this continuum of history gives life meaning and a framework from which to live. As I already stated, that someone who knows history and how far back they know history, the better off they'll be. And the history that goes back thousands of years that I've talked about in previous podcasts is biblical history. The Bible is a sweeping and magnificent perspective of history, and studying this history has given my own life meaning, purpose, and direction. I see where my own life is on the timeline of history. I want to address those of you, too, who are thinking about homeschooling this year or you've already started. I think the top couple of priorities to teach homeschooling, obviously reading, how to write, how to do math. But I would say the next thing is to teach your kids history. And, you know, why do I say that? Because I think education in our country has become more about studying the facts and memorizing the right answers to a test and less about teaching kids and young adults how to think, how to reason, how to assess a situation, how to gather the facts and make an intelligent conclusion to those situations or facts. Education is about giving them principles of a foundation and teaching them to think critically. And the further back in history that is known, the wider the knowledge base in which to draw from to understand what is going on today. And this is not what people on the left want. They do not want people to be able to look at the facts around them and critically understand what's going on. They work really hard at keeping the people ignorant. In another one of my earlier podcasts, number 14, I discussed gaslighting, where I talk about the leftists working really hard to make you think what you're seeing isn't what you're really seeing, and that the travesties and the lies and the injustices and what you're seeing 
isn't really what's going on. You're the one with the problem. You're the one overreacting. You're the one misreading the situation. That's gaslighting. The Bible says, without a vision, the people perish. And there are so many people perishing in our nation emotionally and mentally. And this is because they have no hope for the future, no vision for the future, and they don't know history. When I was raising our kids, um, some of the goals I had for them was to give them a vision for their own futures. I figured out what their strengths and talents were, and I guided them toward certain things in life that I knew they would really excel at. And that was casting a vision for their future. That was casting a vision for their future because I wanted them to see the future because I knew history. Any nation divided against itself will not stand. Any house divided against itself will not stand. That is also a scripture in the Bible. This is why it's really imperative that many of you who are taking your children's educations into your own hands this year, it's really important that you yourself and your kids know our history. I just finished a constitution class. Hillsdale College has a lot of free, absolutely fabulous, wonderful classes on history. And the course was Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the Constitution. And this really unraveled for me a lot of understanding about where we are as a nation and how we need to uphold the Constitution going forward. And it helped me understand where we are on the timeline of history. In the show notes, I'm going to list a couple of references where some of the books I've read that have really helped me understand history and also some articles on the internet that I found that will also help you understand history, a shorter read for you. But history is our future because if you break down the word history, it really is his story. God is the author and sustainer of all history the beginning, the middle, and the end of history of our planet and everyone who has ever lived on it. So to know history is to know his story of what God has in store for the United States of America and for the world. Why study history? Because it will help you greatly understand the future. I am so excited to announce that I have my own website now thetangledangle.com. So there you can learn more about me, you can contact me, and please send me your comments. Please send me your questions. And I'm always looking for topic ideas that you would possibly want addressed. So my new website is thetangledangle.com. You can learn about me there. And I'm so excited. I've been working on this for a couple of months, and it is ready. I'd love to hear from you. Please give me some feedback and let me know what you think. You can find me on Facebook at Janice Christensen and on Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram at Janice Christ, J-A-N-I-S-K-R-I-S-T. J-A-N-I-S-K-R-I-S-T.